0: Welcome to Freedom Forgers. My name is Dork Bujaro, and I'm here with an amazing man. Uh, I met him at a combat training course in Poland uh, earlier this year. And his name is Mick. He's a former Dutch Marine with over 12 years in the Marine Corps. And, well, shall I say no more? Mick, it's a pleasure to welcome you to the podcast.
1: Thanks, mate. Well, I have to get into that. There's no such thing as a former Marine. Once you're a Marine, you're always a Marine, mate.
0: Always a Marine. Yeah. And the Marine Corps, I mean, it has a hell of a story. Uh, what was it? It's Marine Corps are there since 1679?
1: 1665.
0: 65. So that's that's quite some story. And well, speaking of a story, I really like to jump right to your story. As uh, so I said, that you are a former Marine, but... I didn't say from how long you've been a former marine or a veteran. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Well, let's get. Yeah, you want to go to the point when I left the uh, Dutch Marine Corps. So I left it like a month ago, and because uh, because I left because um, yeah, well, I have kind of a backstory. I was a little bit loud and uh, I spoke out actually about. Um, this whole thing was quite a while ago it was something like in 2020 no 21 it was in 21 because I saw that my country was heading towards um, yeah dangerous uh, dangerous point or dangerous course so I was on telegram as well and I've heard a lot of people speaking to each other they were afraid because they saw it as well they saw like this country was heading towards uh, a tyrannical state like people are seeing it now like it's on the news only i saw it with some others like a year you know a year before i saw this red signs and i saw the way that we are heading and so Man, that was a difficult time, mate, <laughs> telling you that. Yeah, we Because uh, a, lo- a lot of people weren't awake like they are now, you know. Um, people are now really waking up. And like a year ago, phew. but um, it was a very difficult time for me because um, I've heard all these voices speaking that they were afraid and uh, what have you not. So I, you know, as a Marine, I felt kind of a responsibility because I always, when, before I joined the Marine Corps, I always had in the back of my mind, like um, 9-11, you know, what happened. So I had, I told myself that I need to join the Marine Corps to defend my country from evil and to um, protect my people, my country from the enemy. So, but after joining these missions, you know, I started thinking because a lot of things didn't make sense, but anyway, we'll we'll get back, but that thing always was in the back of my mind, like, I have a responsibility as a Marine to defend my country and to stand up for my people. That doesn't mean I wasn't afraid when I did it, because I was thinking about a lot of things at the moment, but I was thinking of the consequence, like, if people won't speak out. So I thought, you know, I would give a lot of people hope if I would do it so uh, yeah i spoke out and eventually i spoke to a lot a lot of people and it really gave them good hope good energy to continue so actually kind of gave a ripple effect to others that's uh, the reason why i did it but the whole story of what happened so when i joined the marine corps i really thought that the enemy you know, I need to defend my my defend my country and uh, from the enemy from wherever, it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, from outside, outside yeah. the country.
1: So, uh, but I did some missions it didn't make sense at a certain point for me. So I started to ask questions and well, it's also in the report that uh, because i've been placed on the terrorist watch list because i spoke out hey can you imagine they put me on the terrorist watch list well we have a lit- liberal in politics it's a she she's liberal as a <laughs> real liberal but she uh, paid a terrorist organization and she's still speaking to others what to do in this country, but they placed me on a terrorist watch list because I spoke out for my people.
0: Yeah, we, we need to have we need to give a little backstory on how did you end up on a terrorist watch list for the country and <laughs> what did you do as you said that you spoke out? Uh, you spoke about a tyrannical government. While we speak, while we are recording this episode, uh, the Dutch farmers they really are fighting for their freedom. Something very yeah. bad is going on in Europe, and well, you know it all too well. So. I really like to go back to the point in which 2021 you realized that something was going on. We know that Europe, well, started to, to act in a very, um, very, very difficult way to understand. Uh, we always thought yeah. Europe was a symbol for democracy, for free speech, free will. Mm-hmm. But now we have people just like you, which just because they were speaking out, they were standing up to whatever they thought was right in the name of liberty they were jailed they were well killed sometimes um they were beaten up they were treated like terrorists that's what happened to you so i really like to go back there to when did you start to realize that something was going on and you had to do
1: something no that started in uh, 2020 actually like that way back because um like in 2019 I was um, want to leave the marine corps because, uh, well, I've seen it all I had a difficult time with myself. Um, eventually, I went to a very hard time, and in order to help myself, I did a lot of breath work. I started to eat healthier. I, after breath work, I did a lot of meditation, and that really started to help me out and after that because i want a quick fix i i stumbled at ayahuasca and i believed in that time it was kind of okay to do it i believe it's not okay anymore but because i did this whole thing well ayahuasca just changed me 180 degrees the other way you know and i started asking more questions why is this not being used to help other people so and then afterwards the whole uh, COVID-19 stuff happened you know and things didn't make sense because they said you have to be careful and you have to test yourself and that thing would go all the way in the back of your nose somewhere and it's such a uh, uh, how do you say um. Contagious disease. Mm -hmm. But in order to test it, it has to go in the back of your nose. And our governments weren't speaking about healthy foods, about uh, things that can help yourself. Now, instead, I saw a lot of um, uh, fear porn, as I like to call it, Mm -hmm. you know, the news and the media, like really over exaggerating. trying to get people in certain direction. Mm -hmm. So I was questioning the whole thing and was thinking about um, things that happened in history, like if you want to rule the people, you can use fear, like, for instance, look at uh, what happened in in 2001, Mm 9-11, you know, people gave up their freedoms so very quick because of something like this happened. And it was like, because People want to have more security because there was an enemy outside of the country and they used well I don't want to say use but it's a real good example of what fear can do to push a narrative. So I start to think about World War II as well. That they use propaganda, the media, fear to push people in a certain direction. Like for instance, if I put a city you give you give me your wallet. You, you will say no, right? If I use a gun, <laughs> you will definitely give it to me.
0: It will be a whole nother story.
1: Yeah. So I start to see, and once you start to see things that didn't make sense, you're getting out of it, as I call it. Um, the way how, and some people are still stuck in that pattern in some, some way. But uh, I'll continue the story. So, um, what happened then? Uh, I was still uh, kind of uh, helping myself at the same time. And well, people at that time weren't awake. So I had to get out the news. Um, so I went to a Pickup Point, where you can pick up magazines, and the magazines was writing about uh, the lies of the politicians mm-hmm. you know it was writing about uh, facts like uh, uh masks masks don't work you know in a certain certain way it's not when you have such a disease it's not okay to protect yourself because it goes to your pores it goes to your eyes or whatever you know it, it didn't work so um yeah in my time when i was working working for the dutch military defense <laughs> When I was at home, sick, helping myself, I went out uh, to those pickup points to starting to spread the news in some kind of way that's in order to wake people up. So I I met a lot of people over there and yeah, I um, had a conversation with uh, some guy that, well, that's maybe for, yeah, you can see it back on one of my YouTube videos, that whole story, but I would like to continue. So, I re- continued that year, and I started to ask myself more questions. Like, for instance, there, uh, I stumbled upon the information of uh, that politicians are using satan- satanic rituals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, I thought, huh. So the elites are using satanic rituals. So I thought, okay, why would they do that? So I thought, okay, well, if that, um, group, uh, exists, then the opposite must exist as well. So because I had this ayahuasca experience, I, I don't know, start get more spiritual stuff like that and so i came at a certain the point that i started praying and i stumbled upon a prayer for forgiveness for certain people and it's very strange i in that moment i had such a blissful experience and i started to believe i started to believe the, the war between satan between god and It was an experience for me and when you look at um, the beliefs like Jesus with the Buddha, all beliefs came from an experience. Like the Buddha was enlightened after years of meditations and he had a very powerful experience. And when you look at Jesus, he was baptized in the river and when he was baptized he had a near-death experience and when he became enlightened and he went on the fasting for he went after that experience he went fasting for 40 days and he became enlightened all beliefs are from experience so i had my experience and that's when i yeah started to believe in the whole thing and yeah i do believe in god and i do believe that this we are in a very special time Indeed, That's all I say.
0: indeed, we are living a moment, very, very particular moment. Now, going back to what you said about masks, and the mandates. Now, what I think is that whatever really happened or is happening, what I really like to bring my attention, our attention to, is that um, many governments, or at least parts of them, were not very clear about what they were doing, what was going on. They omitted. A lot of information many people yeah. they just outsourced whatever their mind was supposed to do critical thinking now I've read many articles uh, which sadly they promoted this kind of reasoning they said that yeah critical thinking is fundamental uh, in your life but not not what it comes down to health or science and then mm-hmm. you said um, they weren't talking about healthy foods or healthy regime like a training regime or uh, fresh air. It started to look weird. Yeah. Now, that that now that that's not to say that oh everything is fake or everything is real. I'm just saying that why did this happen? Why many governments, people, organizations, transnational, international organizations, they omitted precious and basic information on how to stay healthy, and why they were so aggressive when anyone. Which even said something a little, you know, just small, small difference, you know, here and there. But they were very aggressive indeed, and exactly. I think this should make us question what really
1: happened. Yeah. So um, I stumbled upon something else as well. So uh, like a year ago, there were some people who made a video, and it's about um, the WAP documents. Well, it tells you if the lockdowns had uh, any good and it came out that even more people were suffering from it that more people were dying from it so yeah uh, <laughs> the m- so many younger kids right now they are thinking about su- suicide i believe it's like one third is thinking about suicides because of the long- lockdowns you know too many too many too many and- too
0: many countries is suicide for well, too many reasons, but, um, the numbers went up like crazy.
1: Yeah. And when you, uh, well, I stumbled upon something else. As well, when you go to the United Nations you can go to, uh, Google United Nations and then type in the definition of genocide. One of the definitions is, uh, causing body illness or mental illnesses is also under the label of genocide so our governments <laughs> yeah what they are actually doing to our people is genocide and i know that's a definition from world war ii and people don't like to hear it but if you look it up it is actually true what's happening here like a year ago there came out that lockdowns do not work and it's even worse for the people and you know like a year ago after that. They even still did other lockdowns, and that document, what well, they say, that never came up. Some way, some you know?
0: way, yeah. For some reason, uh, genocide is a very strong and hard word. But I know um, there is a thing I agree. When we speak about the governments, many people think of governments as a whole, uh, united and single um, entity. But if we take a step back, in reality, governments are made of so many people. So many people. So they're not really acting as one all the time. Now, if we look at governments in Europe, United States, and other countries such as Canada, if we travel around, we go to places like India, or many countries in Africa, or Asia, Southeast Asia, or Central and Southern America, we would see many countries where the governments... well. It sure is not what we're accustomed to now. You've been to many places, you've been to Afghanistan, to you've been to places where you Middle saw East. Mid, no, no. Middle East, yeah. yeah. What, uh, what, where Middle East? I <laughs> country, I remember Afghanistan,
1: no, not Afghanistan, but uh, that's something I maybe will tell later on. That's oh, right, like right. So, but you saw countries where you can really
0: say that the government is not doing the job you're supposed to. So, in my opinion. People which are born in Western countries really won the Geographical Lottery. They mm-hmm. really were lucky. So I'm not saying that the whole government, the comp- you know, that every single part of it, it's going to be evil and they're committing a genocide, but parts of the governments, some organizations, there is a thing I really liked uh, that you said before. You said that, hold on. If we had certain groups of people which are performing rituals, which is, mm-hmm. a you know, may well be it already happened in history i don't think it did stop today uh there must be you know the opposite there's so-called good guys
1: yeah that's I mean, that, that's, that with, that's a good point of course yeah but that's with everything like if you say that um the whole government is corrupt you know you're making yourself blind because there are some right. good guys and like So I've been placed uh, on terrorist watch list because I spoke out and I was investigated by the military, well, interrogated by the military police and the Secret Service as well. And eventually the commanders of the military base, some of them even wrote me a letter. Hmm. And yeah, well, you know, they have to, you know, it's not like they can't actually not punish me in a certain way they are good guys I know that they are but what I know for sure that they are being overshadowed so um in one way I think it could have been gone worse for me there are some people that are really not my friends because they really tried they really tried their best in some way because they said I was such a danger for my country and (laughs) You know for just speaking out for just telling the truth so
0: which is quite crazy i feel that it is the duty of our men of every man and woman to say to stand up for what we believe in uh, exactly. when you said that six um thinking of the government as corrupt as the whole of it, it it's unwise uh, i've seen too many people going around with shirts or stickers decals saying uh police is evil or governments are bad but what if we lived without a government or the police Mm -hmm. would would it really be much better i don't really think so
1: i well i actually think that we are heading for a time like that
0: Mm, yeah sadly
1: i truly would believe that but you know it's uh very difficult i truly believe that there are some good politicians, good police officers there are yeah good military personnel i know that they are there because (laughs) i know that they are officers i know i I don't have to continue on that there are a lot these days and well if you look at the example of world war ii about the military how they came so far um, it was because the military the police officers they were afraid to speak out because, like these days, what most of them say, you know, I've got uh, a mortgage at, at the bank. It's called like that. A mortgage, yeah. A mortgage, yeah. And I've got a responsibility for my family. So I can't speak out. I need to shut my mouth. But the problem with that is when people are not speaking their voices, you know, they are going to continue. And it's going to get even worse and worse and worse. I
0: know.
1: So, what I'm asking. Is, So what I'm saying these days, hey, you do not have to make a a risky video like me, but maybe you can show some support to civilians. Maybe you can share a video, let at least know that you are supporting them because that will motivate other people to to speak out more and more and more.
0: Start to do something. Uh, When you say about the kids, I know many people which say, I really like to speak out, but I have kids. I have a responsibility. Sickly. I can't do it. Uh, that would ruin the present. No, to what they're living right now. But my my idea is, right? But what future are you leaving for them? What future will will your kids live if nobody speaks out? Yeah, well- uh, we we've already lived times in history where corrupt governments or parts corrupt parts of the government were brought down by brave civilians, militaries, uh, police officers. So it, it, we really need to, really yeah. need to do something.
1: Of course. Well, and if you look at the results of people not speaking out, you know, when uh, the Germans became more and more tyrannical, you know, what happened afterwards, it was because not enough people were speaking out. That's how they came so far. Even though they knew the, the police officers and the military knew that what was coming was wrong, but they kept their mouth shut. So what I'm asking for anybody that's listening to this, you don't have to take big steps, take small steps to show your support because small steps eventually lead to bigger steps. And these days people, we need men and women who would lead on the front lines in the country. Or else we are going to have a very hard and difficult time.
0: Indeed. Uh, the truth is very powerful. It's a snowball effect. The more the more you speak out, the more things are gonna change. If if we speak out. Now, like you said, you don't have to go uh grab a microphone and start <laughs> yelling uh <laughs> like in a supermarket. That would be counterproductive. But if we see something Uh, you know, it reminds me of, um, of those stickers you'd see in the subway. If you see something, say something, but this really applies to every aspect of our life. Not only the subway, if we, if you see somebody acting suspiciously, if you see something wrong, it is your duty, our duty to say something, to change it, to start to think together. Uh, another thing is when you say about the civilians, uh, they really are trying to put civilians against law enforcement, against yeah. the army, but it doesn't work this way. Uh, police officer, you said, and I agree, there are many, many, countless good men and women mm-hmm. amongst them. A lot. I, I, my personal opinion, I'd say it's the majority. The majority of the police officers in our country is really they are what they're, they're doing what they're doing because they want to build a better world. They want to build a better country, but if we, as civilians, okay, as a, as a country, uh, as people, if we yep. attack them, what's going to
1: happen? Well, it's, I want to get into that well. because you know it's always easy to judge, but you don't know what's going on in that head of that person, you know. And some are afraid than you, and we need to uh, deal with that as well. Because um, what I want to say is, if there's a police officer or somebody from the military showing their support don't go in like okay you need to help us or whatever, embrace the man for his support, you know, say thank you, thank you, because that will motivate the guy to talk even more and more and more. So let me give you an example, like if you have a kid that uh, that's your kid. And it tells you straightforward, mom, dad, I lied, and uh, I want to explain. And as parents, if you go full in, like, why did you lie or whatever, that won't motivate the kid, you know, to tell the truth again. And it works the same way with the police officers. So what you need to do is, when that kid tells you, okay, sorry, I've lied, I'm sorry about that, you say, you know what? I'm very proud of you that you spoke out. That's how we are going to win. But I want to say something about that as well. If somebody hits you, right? I want you to hit back with all your strength. Because when that person goes home, he has something to think about.
0: <laughs> That's yeah. for sure.
1: Yeah, you know, it's not like. <clears throat> I know for a fact, you know, after 11 years with being with the Marine Corps, you know, there are absolute monsters in this world, you know, and by monsters I mean evil people, and you're not going to, um, help yourself by saying, I believe in peace, I believe in love. You no, know, it, it doesn't work like that. Look at the history of, uh, China invading Tibet, a very peaceful country who didn't want to fight, look what happened to them. They were a ni- they were I need to find the best word for that. They were conquered and many people died because they didn't prepare themselves. You know what you need to do? You need to get a mindset that you want to fight. But at the same time, you need to be in harmony. You know, you need to be in peace. And at the same time, you need to be this absolute monster know that we'll fight for his freedom. We need to be smarter than our enemy.
0: Well, it's about preparing for the worst and leaving for the best. Uh, Tibet, East Timor, the Khmer Rouge in Cambodia. History is full of monsters, tyrants, killers. Um, people which thought that massacring and, and killing hundreds of thousands of people was a necessary evil. But... We all know that that's not true. In our hearts, we know that's not true. If we ask a kid, uh, I've been told, and I believe that, that kids know the difference. They can tell the difference between good and evil. As adults, we often forget that. We try to rationalize everything, and we end up doing things which we call necessary evil, but the truth is evil is not necessary. There is always a way with which we can do what we do and we can achieve what we want by walking in the light. It is hard indeed, but uh, what you did going back to what you spoke out, you acted because you you thought, you felt it was the best thing to do. But then the secret service came, the military police came Mm -hmm. and well Mick, I I don't think that felt good didn't it?
1: No uh, I had a lot of stuff that came over me you know, uh, yeah, uh, uh, well, I'm still going through uh, a divorce, and um, yeah, the military defense was on my neck, and like uh, some dark force of the government mm. at the same time. So I like um, three things that I need to deal. And before I spoke out, I have my own telegram channel, <clears throat> and it's the same name like I use uh, this one um i will say the name at the end but um yeah i actually want to give people hope that was the whole thing and i in some way i look myself in the mirror and i ask myself the pondering question you know if i if nobody speaks out it's going to get worse and worse and worse and I had a moment that I locked myself in the mirror and I said okay so people need to need speak out why not you why don't you speak out so Paul yeah it was difficult because me in the military or with the police you know the consequences can be quite big you know for speaking <laughs> out and mate I'm telling you it's um I have many things in my mind like what could go wrong and but I felt like, okay, I need to do something. So eventually, yeah, I made an interview with somebody else. And I spoke out what uh, I did on my missions, why I became um, so skeptical, why I started thinking. And I also talked about uh, militaries not taking the jab. And that's also what I said to the military police. That's also what I said to the secret service. And when I had to a military court, I said the same thing. I spoke out because I want to protect my colleagues. I want to protect my civilians from not taking some um, experimental vaccine. And it is experimental because even Obama said that we have now. Um,
0: We've tested the vaccine in billions of people. So my question is, what do you mean we tested? wasn't he tested before (laughs) uh yeah i know i know again now this is a very delicate topic i know but um once again the point the point that i think really need to think about is all right is it true isn't it true is COVID the real deal is it a lie what matters is how was it um what happened for real uh why governments organizations some of them omitted information why they weren't clear about what they were doing why if you know you are acting in God's will okay you know you're yeah. acting for the truth why should you hide uh, information data details documents why should you be so aggressive with whoever said something different this really you know boggles my mind and uh well you said you said something you has you said a powerful word before you said hope you said that you want to give hope. I know that many people which are listening to us are feeling the same way. They're not saying, oh, the government is bad. Or they're not saying COVID is a lie. The whole COVID. Maybe, some, I don't know. They yeah. are using their brain to build a critical thinking. What mm-hmm. I know that they're, they're saying, they're thinking, is that why is nobody speaking out? Uh, why why is it happening? And you said about hope. Um you know the movie The Hunger Games, right? Yeah. Uh President Snowden, he said the only thing stronger than hope uh, stronger than fear is hope. Yeah. And I think that's a very powerful message. And I think that's the reason why many times, like no, every guerrilla manual uh just explains this that you can't allow hope for something different to spread around.
1: That's why they're also using a lot of fear in the media because they want to keep people in this fear mode, you know, and say like in Europe that they are giving the control to the World Health Organization. But if people look around, you know, and stop watching the TV from the media, look around this whole country that I'm living in, you know, is in the revolution. They can't stop what is coming, but they're trying so hard to keep everybody in this fear mode. But once you spread out the word and when you speak your truth you know what's going to happen you're going to start by making a ripple effect to others and then this one's going to speak out and then this one's going to speak out because they see that they are not alone and that's the power of hope people and it's time that people speak out more and more and more
0: hope uh, it is powerful but the difference with fear fear is very Powerful in the short term. But then people eventually get accustomed to it. Uh, they they become resistant to
1: fear. Right. And Let me get to that's fear. when it kicks in. Let me get to fear. Fear is a choice. You don't have to be afraid. You have a choice in that. You know, it's all mindset. You know, we think that... <laughs> we... We suffer more in our imagi- in imagination than in reality. Sometimes we make such big monsters in our mindset. It makes us afraid to stand out.
0: Yeah, 99% of fear is right in our heads. Uh, horror movies, the directors of horror movies, they know that very well. So the best jump scare uh, films, they're like 90% the monster is coming, but you can't yet see it because when you see it, fear drops. So it's quite particular. Your fear is higher where you don't see the monster. Yeah. And this, these words, when you don't see the monster should really trigger something. We, in the last two and a half years, we have been living with a monster, okay? A monster, which is invisible. A monster, which is not yet to be seen, to be heard, or even to be felt. A monster which attacks in ways we cannot understand and maybe that we've been even lied to so people they struggle with fear as they never know what's really coming is it true is it not what's it gonna happen to my kids and then we have the monkey box and then we're gonna have what whatever uh i've been to countries where hygiene <laughs> it's non-existent but you see people thrive and then i went to countries where hygiene and personal health were top levels. Body had obesity, cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could see all kinds of diseases. Uh, it's sad to see that a country like the US or, or others, they have problems with heart attacks and obesity. Well, they could easily avoid it. We have the tools to become healthier. But many people just... They've been taught to ignore. We've been taught at school that... Um, health, it's secondary. Yeah, you speak about that here and there, uh, maybe two times a year, but then everybody is left to their own when it comes to what's most important, because if we die, (laughs) what are we gonna do, right? If we don't have our health, if we're not healthy, what do we have left? Nothing.
1: Exactly. Oh, that's what they are trying, you know. They are making, well, when you're afraid as well, it does also something, does something to your stress level mm-hmm. and it makes you more uh, uh, what's the word again
0: well, you yeah. become weaker in general
1: you become weaker your immune system won't be able to fight the, the best as they can also something does uh, something into your uh, brain when you are stressed for a very long time your brain is not going to make what's uh, uh, going to kill brain cells so you won't be able to Memorize a lot of things, you know, <laughs> so, um, what I would say is start doing breath work to get more oxygen to your level. Start talking positive to yourself, start eating right, get, um, like a filter for your tap water, cause these things really matter. Also, you'll be able to think better, be more clear. And when you do, uh, well, for example, when you do breath work, that's what uh, special forces use, Navy SEALs. They use the box in, box out breathe technique. Mm. So, what happens to your system? You get more oxygen. And oxygen is very important for your brain to be able to think more. And when you start to do the breath work, you'll be also able to control your stress levels. So, you're going to create a little moment of relaxation and when you're in the moment you know, you'll know you be able to take more clear make better decisions like fear is one of the worst advices that you can have
0: yeah cortisol is very dangerous it's all about biochemistry uh you said about uh, briefing for Navy seals tactical briefing and a lot of listeners uh which may be aficionados of this military tactical world may already know it so tactical briefing is fundamental Uh, or meditation if we like you said if you start with taking care of your body magic is going to happen but uh going back to the brain cells now that's mm -hmm. a big part brain cells if they get intoxicated they're not going to be able to fire up those connections in your brain you're not going to be able to memorize you're not going to be able to think properly you're going to be stressed you're going to be angry you're going to be fearful you're going to you're going to be weak mentally Physically, uh, Socrates—he was—he was a big advocate of healthy mind and a healthy body. That's—that's uh, that's why I say we have the technology. I'm not speaking about uh, computers. I'm speaking about um, technologies as ways to use our body, our minds. I mean, Socrates—he mm-hmm. wasn't really born like in the 1990s. You know, he's been dead for a while. But his books, his teachings. Yeah. Well, the books—the books they brought about him. Uh, his teachings are valid to this day. We should really, you know, go back and see back. why. If we know this stuff from so many years, why aren't we teaching them? Why aren't we using them?
1: Why? Yeah. Well, I can even go deeper on the meditation, because the CIA did a, a project, and the project was Trojan Horse. And it uh, started out because they found out that the Russians, they uh, can break uh, the spine of an enemy by just sending out energy and they were kind of shocked and they want to know how they did it. Well, I'm going to give you um, an example of energy. If you walk down the street and anybody can do this, when you look at someone, Yeah. And he's not seeing you. So you could be like more, uh, like not like 90 degrees, but a little bit more and look at the person, that person mostly of the time is going to look back at you. That's energy folks. (laughs) It's all about vibration, which may sounds weird. I know many people would say,
0: what is this? Whatever BS, but. All right. Let's let's, go deeper.
1: (laughs) Right? Yeah. We got to keep an open mind. Let's go. Let's look, take a look at the moon what the moon can do, right? It can shift the sea levels from left level one part to the right part. And if you look at, um, <laughs> at some data that there are people who are very, um, they really feel when it's a full moon, because they can yeah, see very well. Right, another good example. One of our instructors, you know what he said when he was on deployment? He always looked at the moon before we went on the mission because he said, when he know that's going to be the next day, a full moon, people are going to get crazier. It's because we are made of salts in our body. And when you look at the, the sea, it's made of salt. And that's how you can move the ties up and down. That's energy. That's pulling it. That's also another thing. Look at ley lines. That's another thing. Like, Headstone is placed on the place of power. Our churches in Europe are placed on the place of power. And if you look up ley lines, they do actually exist. They they are all made of energy
0: spots. When you speak about energy, like I said before, many people, when we speak about energy and force and vibration, may think uh, I don't I don't believe this. But then again, we've we've been growing up in countries where You were used to go uh, in in churches to worship something you don't know with symbols. You don't understand of stories of a man, which was dead and born again. And then why shouldn't we believe I'm not saying it's true or not, but why shouldn't we keep an open mind and believe that, you know, Francis Bacon said it already, uh, science it's trial and error, but today what we're witnessing is science as a religion. Science Mm -hmm. is science. Stop, period. Uh, No way we're going to question what science says. But really, science was was born as a method to understand reality, to question reality, not to judge it. That's what's happening. We're Mm -hmm. judging nature. We're not trying to understand it anymore. What happened to Bacon? What happened to his teachings? And the teachings of many other Albert Einstein, Nicole, Tesla, Franklin. If Franklin stopped and listened to to his peers, uh, he would have never never invented, if we can say that, electricity, but then we know what happened.
1: Yeah, well, judging clouds are visions, no? Because if we have a certain judgment about something, because the way our, our brain works is we need to make sense out of things. So if you don't understand anything and we say, all right, so this, uh, this flower is another good, I need to make a, better example of that um, right so if you always think like the earth is flat or whatever and you're not open for any, for anything else because your mind's going to try to make sense out of it it's always going to think you know that the earth is round or the earth's flat or whatever i don't care what what, what people believe these days but if you judge at something, it's going to cloud your vision. What they teach at psychologists is when they listen to the patients to keep an open mind as possible by not judging, because if they say to the cells, okay, this person is this and this, this, you know, they have a judgment about something and that will automatically cloud the vision. So it's like saying, um, the, smart, the man who said, I knew it all. I know everything he won't be open to learn anything else because he says to himself okay i know everything so i don't need to listen to anybody else because i already know it that's judging so what i want to say is people need to be people need to have a more open mindset we have two ears two eyes and one mouth that means that people should listen and watch more instead of talking too much.
0: Yeah. I like this example. Never never thought of it this way. That we have two ears, two eyes, but only one mouth. It's that's a great example. That's a great example. And I agree. I agree, Mick. Uh we've been talking. we've been talking about that for quite some time. Um I remember in Poland the conversations we had and uh I couldn't say I couldn't say more. Uh, that I agree that we should listen more. Uh, we're teaching our kids, our next generations, to judge nature, to judge people, uh, to identify. The you know it's fun. We are in an era, in a period, historical period, where we say that there is no identity. Okay, there's not. Mm-hmm. There's another great and big topic talk about, but there is no identity. You can identify with whatever and whoever you want. Um, But actually, we are building walls. We are saying that you're a vegan, Jew, Christian, uh, transsexual, Democrat, anti-gun, blah, blah, blah. So we're putting uh, like little name tags on people. Mm -hmm. We're classifying people. We're dividing people. We're judging them. They say that it's a way to be free. Some people are saying that it's a way to be free, but it's yeah. actually quite the opposite. The more name tags we put on people, the more we're gonna be divided. Just like Nazi concentration camps, where depending on the crime you committed, you were a Jew, you were a communist, mm-hmm. or you were a, a homosexual. Um, you'd have a different color of the star. So everyone mm-hmm. was divided. That's happening again. It's quite
1: sad. It is. Well, I have to say something about that. You know, I believe in God. And uh, who are we to judge the creations of God? I truly believe that uh, we are all creations of God itself. But who are we to judge? You know, the creations of God itself. And there's a certain level of judging. Like, for instance, if somebody likes to be a vegan, you know, that's okay. And if somebody likes to be Uh, something else you know who are we to judge somebody else how they should live their lives because what we are doing we judge from our own lives right so you judge from what we have experienced so we can never judge the right way for somebody else because we don't know what the right way is for them because we are judging from our own lives right we don't know their story exactly so we don't know what's best for them.
0: But we can collaborate. Yep. Um, we can come together if, if we take down our, um, our ideas, like, just like with the, uh, the wall in Berlin, incredible worlds can happen. Incredible magic. We, we can live, we can really live in a world where the pride it's not about certain people. The pride is about humanity as a whole. Um, I I know that again. It's another topic, a very hard one. But uh, like Black Lives Matter, uh, and somebody said every life matters. I agree. Yeah. I do agree. I know the reason behind the movement. I know what they're trying to do. I'm not saying that it's necessarily wrong. I know the black people have been. Um, well, but, I, I don't even but know it... where to start. Uh, it but was again, horrible, it's okay.
1: setting up it's setting up a label
0: but it's setting up a label i'm not yeah. saying that we shouldn't acknowledge them black people uh they suffered for many years at the hands of a lot of different co- uh, countries and uh, tunis uh, ethnicity such true. as uh well
1: true and it should never happen again again but what it does it divides people again you know and if you say uh uh gay parade or whatever it doesn't matter what we're doing is we're putting people in certain places in boxes. and right. boxes yeah and what i would like to say is you know what you said is instead of uh black lives matter or homosexuals matters people matter right you know? and
0: then we can everybody can wear the t-shirt everybody can come together i'm not gonna see um, a mass of people wearing a shirt saying Black Lives Matter. I'm not black, I'm a white man. So mm-hmm. when I see that, am I going to feel as a part of it? No. But I want to. I want to help these people. But if they don't let me, it's going to be divided, just like the Avengers, you know, divided we fall. Yeah. And it's exactly. really happening. But you know, the story of Babela Tower, uh, the Tower of Babela. Uh, if we all come together, we could even challenge God. Uh, in the story, he didn't really like that, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that's, that's a powerful message of what we can achieve. Like, for example, where you lived in secret service. What if the mm-hmm. government, well, not again, not the government, but what if those men and women which investigated you started to think, hey, maybe this man is really up to something. I should listen. I should question myself. Maybe could have been different.
1: Yeah, maybe but you know if you think that this is a bad man, then you will always look at the certain points to uh, again, when you go to judgment and you say this man is a danger for his country, your brain needs to make sense of it all right. So it's gonna look at certain spots evidence that he can tell itself, okay this man is a danger.
0: Right, you're going to say, hey, I was right. I'm going to look for reasons to say this man, oh, he's a bad man. He's a terrorist. But, you know, you only see the monsters you believe in. It's always the same.
1: True. Yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, well, it's a lot of things. It's getting crazier and crazier here.
0: Indeed. But, again, the more, just like with this episode, the more we come together. And I'm not trying to say... Oh, now it's us against the government. No, no. Uh, no, no, no. It's us with the government. Parts of it, at least. Uh, like uh, in, in the US, we have Ron mm-hmm. DeSantis. He's a legend. Okay, I want to greet that man. want to shake his hand. Uh, and he's a politician. He's the governor of Florida. But mm-hmm. if, if only we had more men like him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we really need to be getting together because... I still think that we are uh, going through a difficult time and we are going to need each other. We're related to. Yeah, especially when uh, I'm going to talk about uh, jabs again, but it's necessary. People are going to find out that they've taken something that's not good for them and their family is dying of it. What do you think that's going to happen to their mental health? You know, and a lot of generals are saying the military is the only way to help us. But what about them? You know, what kind of a burden that's going to be. Mm. So what I'm asking everybody who is listening to take their own responsibility, because I really believe that our governments are eventually going to fall. And it's not nice to hear this, but we need to become our own leaders and need to help each other. You know all these judgments that we had over the past of you know um the dark parts of history like what happens with uh, black people what about uh, gays or whatever we need to let these things go and we need to start working together you know, we...
0: we really need to i think uh, on behalf of what you said there's a thing we can really uh we can really do as opposite to going up someone and say you are on uh, now i'm going to use those name tags let's say you're an anti-vax so uh you said oh why are you taking the vaccine you're so stupid you shouldn't do it or if you're pro vaccine you go to someone and say why you're not taking the vaccine you're so stupid why shouldn't we, we we could try something different we could say hey man i respect your decision i know that you have your reasons whatever mm-hmm. your choice is, but if you want to listen to what I have to say, I'd really like to talk about that with you. Now, how many people you've met in your life that have this kind of stability? You're not mm-hmm. going to go up and yell at your face that you're wrong, you're bad, you're ugly, you're short, sure, you're tall. And they are going to look up for a conversation. Yeah. This is going to break the rules of the toxic game we've been living in for mm-hmm. so many years. It's as simple as that if we stop fighting each other, we I mean, we're still humans. No, uh, I agree with what you said. Monsters are out there. Uh, I agree. People which are beyond perdition, they have no, probably they have no way of going back. Okay. They have done things which mm-hmm. cannot be forgotten, like pedophiles. There is yep. no way you can forgive a pedophile. That, that is my personal opinion. And oh, yeah. an opinion I personally am not going to change on this one. I'm pretty, uh, pretty solid
1: <laughs> yeah same same mate uh, yeah it's uh well um, yeah I think I want to talk about um some background of me when I was in the in the military so um like two years ago I was at a military base camp it was an old concentration camp and I used to work over there and I used to work with uh, a guy who was with the Dutch Forensic Institution and he did um, jobs like uh, Natalie Holloway, Mx uh, MHC, MH17 like this aircraft, the aircraft that was shut down by the Russians and he did all these things he did a lot of uh, investigation you can say he was like he he was like one of the guys of uh, ncis who Mm. did all these investigations and he said to me you know what from all this experience you need to remember one thing what i'm saying to you i said like what there's no such thing as coincidence and what i need to ask people is to well, right do you think it's just a coincidence that people have this many heart diseases do you think that people getting cancer is just a coincidence do you think that these blood clots and people and young children are dying just coincidence there is no such thing as coincidence people and um, i'm not going to say stuff like <laughs> there's nothing that you can do to save yourself well there is stuff that you can do to save yourself and people are finding out so like hydro uh, clock can you say it for me hydro chloroquine that's yeah. the one. Oh yeah yeah that's the one so um it's been used for treatment and what you can do is you can use that stuff and you can even make it yourself i believe uh, <laughs> got a photo on my channel so <laughs> not because of that reason but I believe it's something like you can get make your chloroquine from the the skin of the uh, limes and citrons and you want to combine that with pumpkin seeds because it's zinc that you need as well to fight against the, this stuff that you got in your system there there really is hope because people are really are finding good solutions for this stuff so what i want to say is stop telling yourself lies you know there are good things that you can do to help yourself with
0: we can do a lot of things there is always a way i agree and we should really start questioning is it a coincidence Or maybe something really is going on. We all, I think, that we can all agree that something big is happening. And it's not over yet. We are at the beginning. So it's up to us if we're going to be like a Jedi or a stormtrooper. Strong mind or a weak one. Are we going to get bamboozled (laughs) by many um, narratives and agendas? Or are we going to find a way towards the good men and women out there? There is a lot of them, a lot of people, which really are doing their best. And well, speaking of that, and as we approach the end of the episode, uh, there is one last thing I got to ask you, where can we find you on Telegram?
1: So, um, I use my old Telegram uh, name when I was in the military.
0: So, so your so call I- sign?
1: Yeah, it's uh, like a call sign. But when I was in the military, I used this name as a, as a cover name because I yeah, people knew that I was in the military, but I used this code name. So uh, people can find me on my new uh, Telegram channel that's called Militaire Seventeen. It's so, Military
0: Seventeen. Uh, you yeah, Military Seventeen. Would you do spelling spelling? So they were hundred percent sure that you got it.
1: Yeah, sure. I will spell. So I will spell uh, in the military alphabet.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course.
1: So that's uh, Mike, India, Lima, India, Tango, Alpha, India, Romeo, one seven. All right. You can find me there.
0: We got it. And your channel is full of great information, full of aha. Full of those moments when you look at them, you're like, oh, maybe something really is going on, something happened. I know that a lot of people that are listening to us are already accustomed to this kind of information, you know? Yeah. The, those those data, uh, which is not really something you're going to find on CNN uh, or, or in the news, but Internet today is such a powerful tool to know much more. By the way, Europe just passed a law in which social media we'll have to control our receivers a lot more. So, uh, yeah. yeah, it's <laughs> going to be fun. I know it was coming. But still today, I know that good men and women are always going to find a way, just like you did. They're going to stand up. And Mick, I want to say once more, you are you truly are a great example uh, to everyone out there which really wants to stand up, do the right thing, and so that when you go to sleep, they kiss their kids goodnight, they know that they've been good men and women they always dreamed about
1: yeah but uh, i think in, it's in everybody to do this
0: we all can absolutely yeah
1: and i don't think that's anything special about me i think it's just normal to fight for freedoms i think it's we owe it to the people who gave their lives for freedom in world war ii i truly believe that we it's going to be all for nothing Great. you agree. Know, we, we owe it to them.
0: I totally agree. Mick, it has been a great pleasure to have you in this episode today, our first interview. And I remember when I, uh, I have to say that, you know, this kind of, you know, in the backstage, uh, when, when we first met and I say, Hey, I'm going to do a podcast, you in? And I remember when you said, Oh yeah, man. <laughs> and, and it feels like centuries, but it's really a great moment. I'm very happy. Uh, it has been an honor to interview you. And guys, go check out, uh, guys and gals, go check out Telegram channel, Military17, task of great information. Mick, I'll see you again very soon.
1: It's been a pleasure. Thanks, mate.
0: Yeah, it's mine too. Again, we're uh, really, really happy for the episode today. Guys, check it out. And we'll see you again on next episode, Freedom Forgers.